Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Fantasy Football Frenzy. Broadcasting live from... This is the wrong microphone. All right, let's go. Let's get it. Broadcasting live from Studio 34 in Midtown Manhattan... It is the Fantasy Football Frenzy right here on FNTSY Radio. Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, my main man, Fantasy Taz, Jim Day, the closer, Chris Ventra. Coming up on the next hour, for the next hour, we get you ready to hit the waiver wire. First waiver wire run of the 2018 season is upon us. Let you know who to pick up, who can help your fantasy team. Let you know who the Fugazis are, the fool's goals. The guys that you need to leave on the waiver wire. Also, we give out our first game balls of the 2018 season. Game balls go to a player at each position that helped you out this fantasy week. So we give out our game balls a little bit later on in the program. We open the telephone lines for you at 844-843-6879. But don't open them up yet because apparently, Goon Squad, we make the damn phone bill too high. I thought that was the purpose of the thing, was to talk to y'all, but apparently, don't worry, we'll get that covered. Chris Ventra, how was week one of your fantasy football season? It was, uh, it was a 50-50 split, you know? I had some wins. I got a win in the Carlton League, win in my home league. But, uh, you know, Cooper was a disappointment yesterday, and my boy John Gruden couldn't get it done against the Rams. They're a tough team. They could be a Super Bowl team. Yeah, the Rams looking pretty good right now. My man Jim Day, what's good with you, baby? Fantasy Taz, how was week one in all 237 leagues that you're in? <laughs> I won every single one that. of them. I, I figured you all. did. Yeah. Yeah. That's not I true. Wish. Is that true? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> um, look, it was the same as everybody else. There was a lot of learning involved after week one, and hopefully we learn going into week two and don't overreact. Like, I know it's not overreaction Monday, but there's still people out there overreacting, uh, ready to drop these big-name players. Somebody asked me if they should drop Kelsey uh, to go out there and pick up Janu Smith. Uh, no. <laughs> Crazy. No, That's crazy. don't drop Kelsey to go pick up John New Smith. But I do want to start at the tight end position. Mm. He, he, this guy right here, I swear to you. Your boy. <laughs> I swear to you, every single time I start talking football or it's fantasy football season, I sit back and I say, you know what? Not dealing with it no more. Not doing it again. You fooled me two billion times. You will not fool me again. So last night I'm watching the football game. The Jets, shout out to the Jets. The Jets are the best team in New York. They got the best quarterback in New York. So I get ready for game number two, and I look up at the Oakland Raiders, and every time I see a completed pass, it's big Bigfoot. Boy. Big boy. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Bigfoot. Jared Bigfoot Cook is back. I am so tired of this SOB Jared Cook because I'm telling you, like a jackass, 
I'm going to run to the waiver wire tonight and tomorrow yep. and pick up Jared Cook. I'm going to put him in my lineup, Jim, and he's going to give me zero points next week. <laughs> I don't Listen, I can't stop with Jared Cook. I'm going to pick him up. I'm <laughs> you have with to. You. you have to. Bigfoot made an appearance. <laughs> Bigfoot crawled out the woods again last night. Jim, I call him Bigfoot because we always hear about the talent. We always hear about it, but we never see it. Last night, Bigfoot made an appearance, Jim, and you know what? Me like a dummy, I'm going to go pick him up. <laughs> well, hey, look, you know, he had a great, great game this one. He had his career high in, in uh, well, tied his career high in, in receptions, had his career high in yardage. Um, you know, you have to go back to 2013 to find a game like this where I think it was uh, something like nine for 179 for two touchdowns, maybe eight for 179 and two touchdowns in that first game. Uh, the rest of the year, he didn't touch 100 yards. So, you know, I don't expect big things from Cook every week. But look, Carr definitely was looking for him last night with the the allure of not having much around him that he trusts if that continues. And, you know, I, I like cook as a nice, decent pickup. He's not going to be a, a top 10 tight end every week, but he's going to have his weeks. I, I don't think that's true though. Um, in the sense that you're saying, oh, he has no other options. I think you had a key to and Marcus Peters covering the wide receivers. So, Let's utilize the tight end because that's probably the weakest, you know, point of the Rams D where you could get it done. And obviously that showed he had 12 targets, nine for 180. I mean, you know how you hear stories about Bigfoot and people take fake pictures. This time we saw a real picture of Bigfoot. Like yeah, we really saw video, Bigfoot. Actual video. Here's the thing. <laughs> we may not see him again. That's the thing. He may that's disappear. The thing. We may not see him again because we know how Bigfoot rolled. <laughs> but I can't stop. What I saw last night was somebody involved in the game plan. With somebody that had a rapport with the quarterback. Right. And Jim's right. He's not going to be a top 12 fancy Titan every week. But I think he might be serviceable. And here I go again with Bigfoot. You have to. I mean, 12 targets for a tight end, nine catches, and he was trucking people. You saw him. He was trucking. He was people. getting it done. He was Bigfoot. He was Bigfoot. He was the talent that we <laughs> always talk about but never see. <laughs> now, here's another problem, another issue. I hate to sit up here and pat myself on the back, getting ready to tear my rotator cuff, but it's a pair of wide receivers that I was telling y'all, listen, if, you, if you're in the league with me, you go to get him off the waiver wire, he's not, not going to be there because I got him everywhere. And that is Cole Beasley and Quincy Anunwa. The New York Jet wide receiver to own is my man Q-U-I-N-C-Y. A noon Ventra. Yes, yes. Me, uh, me and you have both been saying this since the beginning, since the beginning of summer. We love a Nunwa. We thought he could be the number one guy because he's a good possession receiver. He had all, most of the targets on the team. I think he led the team in targets, actually, at 10. And uh, he had a touchdown. His touchdown, he dragged two guys into the end zone with him. Boy, looks strong. And that's the thing we wanted to know. Is he healthy? And he looked very healthy. So I'm ready to jump all on in this bag wing. I think he, you could start him as a wide receiver three uh, right away. Throw him right into the flex. Jim, am I overreacting by saying he's the go-to man in the New York Jet passing game? Not right now. I mean, like uh, Chris was saying, he had 10 targets. Actually, he was the only receiver, only player on the team to have more than three targets. So he was definitely involved. I still am a little worried about Curse coming back and what that does to him. But it was no doubt that, you know, Darnold was definitely looking for Anunua too often. And that may end up coming back to bite him a little bit. Cole Beasley. I was so disgusted. I was sitting downstairs taking my little in-between show nap, right? Yeah. And I heard 
Frank the Tank tell Greg Sussman, oh, you know, you were talking about Cole Beasley. You. I was talking about Cole Beasley. <laughs> why does Gary get credit for my Cole Beasley? That's why I didn't want to let the BFFs in the draft. Because Frank gave Greg credit for my Cole Beasley call. <laughs> You've been saying it a lot. I've been lot, saying yes. Cole Beasley since May. You have. And then Frank goes, yeah, Greg, you were right about Cole Beasley. What kind of... <laughs> well, let's hold the brakes because it's only week one. No, no, no. Let's not pump the brakes. And, and let, let's wait. Let's all, wait, wait, wait. Let, let's all take a breath here because, look, there's so many people out there claiming to be fantasy experts now. You, nobody can claim that they were the only one talking about anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's too many of the us only out one there on Cole claiming. Beasley, Jim. There's another guy you called, too. <laughs> oh, Geronimo. Oh, Geronimo Obama had a nice yeah, game. Yeah. I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm the I'm the I'm the draft day whisperer, Jim. Oh, but Jim, you're saying pump the brakes on Cole Beasley. Why? No, no, I'm not saying pump the brakes on Cole Ble- Beasley. I'm saying pump the brakes on you being the only one talking him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jim, I'm, that's what I but Jim, you that. really think he's gonna <laughs> keep this up? The seven for seventy-three. Hey, I, like we, we talked about it yesterday. That's his ceiling. Yeah. That's what we're, you know, exactly. we see. I, I do think we see anywhere from 9 to 14 points on any given week from him. Uh, but 14 is his ceiling. If you're okay with that as, as your number three, I can't fault you for that because that will definitely get you number three numbers. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm looking for somebody with maybe a little bit more upside. But he's a good, I guess. He, maybe somebody he, like, I don't know, maybe somebody like a Mike Williams or somebody like that. Oh, oh yeah. Mike Williams was being drafted, yeah. Jim. Don't do that. <laughs> Cole Beasley was available on every wire right now yeah. except the leagues that I'm in. And now I'll admit you can roster him and keep him on your bench. Oh, now you'll admit you I'll can admit. roster him. You could, you could put him on your bench. And you can put I'm him cool on your with bench. him on the bench. He's going to go on some of my lineups this week. That's how things all shook out for me this what, week. Right now, I, I would start Cole Beasley over Sammy Watkins. Yeah, I would do that too. You're right. I would start Cole Beasley over Sammy Watkins. I would. Straight up. They scored 58 billion points and he had two catches. Ventra? Yeah, because they—he's not a part of the offense. Well, they, you know, they blew him out early, and they didn't need to really use Watkins that much. When they will need to use him, they will use when him. When they have Tyreek Hill, they don't need to use Watkins. That's about right. They didn't even use Kelsey. I mean, that's true. But you know, Kelsey's going to be there. Right. You know, Hunt's going to be there. I worry about Sammy, and I'm a Sammy guy. We all worry about Sammy. I am too. Jim's I, not worried about Sammy. Jim's saying I told Sam, you so because he didn't draft probably Sammy anyway. <laughs> Me and you did. Um, I, I think I have. <laughs> Two versions of Sam, Sammy that I got real late that I thought were at least a little value. I think I have him twice. Do you have him? Well, you have him at Jim. You probably got him as somebody on your bench. Yeah. I have him in best ball. Okay, I, I wouldn't draft him in, in stardom leagues. In a stardom league, I got, I got, I got the league. I got to do it as a wide receiver three Me in too. one of my leagues, and Me I'm too. like, oh lord. I know, but don't be too. Cole Beasley, step on up. It's gonna come. No, Watkins is gonna come. I keep telling you, it's coming. It's going to happen. I, I, Same I, for Amari Cooper. <laughs> Cooper looked, Amari Cooper was didn't get flat out horrible last night. Listen, he, yeah, he, he didn't throw to him. He only gave him like two or three targets or whatever it was. But this was the game plan. That's because Cook was open, and this was, the, this was the team they were playing. If they're playing a different team, maybe he starts targeting Cooper a lot more because the noise is that this is their number one guy, and they've been saying it a lot. Gruden's been saying it. This is their guy. They just it, didn't use him yesterday. I, I, okay, cool. Jim, was last night with Amari Cooper, was that game flow? Protection, you know, game flow, the coverage rolling towards Cooper with the big corners so you get Cook involved in the middle of the field? Or do you think, you know what, Amari Cooper is Amari Cooper? All, all hype well, and, no, and, no, and, no, and no substance. I, I, you know, I, I'm not a Cooper guy. I've said that before. You know, almost 60% of his games over his career have not 
given him wide receiver two numbers, 60% mm -hmm. of his games. Yeah. Um, where you drafted him, I don't care what corners he goes against, he's supposed to put up numbers. To come out with one catch, even against the toughest, toughest cornerbacks, is just ridiculous to me. And, you know, I, I don't know what else to tell you. I'm sure he'll have some good games. He does. Mm -hmm. But he's going to have more bad games than good. And I would have not drafted him where he was being drafted. But the good news about it was, at least it wasn't because he was dropping passes or something like that. It was because he wasn't getting targeted. I guess they learned their lesson already. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll get it. His. I'm a big Amari Cooper fan. I'm going to continue to root for Amari Cooper. The difference is this year, I'm rooting for him from across the room. I don't got him nowhere. You have nowhere? I have him nowhere. Wow. I see. I, 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 he killed Christmas last year. I wasn't going to let him kill Christmas again this year. Um, Philip Lindsley, uh, Jim, is the running back that got all these carries with the Denver Broncos that absolutely nobody was talking about. Um, when you go to Raven Wire tonight, tomorrow night, if you got running back issues like I do with Le'Veon Bell with no James Conner, is Lindsay an option that you said, but well, you know what? I could put him in here. Hopefully he can get me 10 to 15 points in the PPR. Well, I, I do. I, I mean, I put him in. I actually just finished my waiver wire article this morning uh, for fighting chance. So I got to do one um, today, too. I do. Can I, I copy yours? <laughs> yeah, sure. Knock yourself out. <laughs> um, but one of the things I added to my waiver wire articles this year was a what I call a confidence level. How, mu okay. how much confidence I feel in a player between one and ten going forward. And I gave Lindsay a six. All right. um, he's going to be game plan dependent. He's going to be a guy that if he gets a hot hand, they'll keep him in there, like what we saw Sunday. Freeman's still a starter, but I don't, don't, I won't be surprised at all if Lindsey ends up being the number two and pushes Booker right out of the job at at all. I mean, Booker has nothing; he really brings nothing to the table that I like. Uh, Lindsey does. Lindsey can make some plays. He can get the ball both as a runner and a passer, uh, pass catcher, and make things happen. So I, I look for him to be a part of this offense, but there's going to be games where you don't get much out of him when Freeman gets hot too. So don't expect a ton, but I do have him as a confidence level six. Yeah. I, I think I agree with you in the sense that I, book of owners should probably drop him for Philip Lindsay right now. You know what I mean? Like get that done. Uh, Cause it's probably going to be, but I've been saying, listen, Royce Freeman went up so far in drafts. He was getting drafted in like third round as a RB two. And look what happened. I, I said, I think this is going to be a full blown committee right off the jump. And it is, it's a committee. Freeman isn't gonna get isn't gonna be that rock star RB two that you thought he was gonna be. It might take a while, um, but he didn't even have, did he even have a reception? I don't think he had a reception. I, so I don't have no shares of the dude. No, so, he, yeah. didn't, he didn't have he a did. reception. Exactly. No, but look, I, I love how you're standing behind Amari Cooper. But you can't distance yourself far enough away from Royce Freeman. No, no, no. When I, both didn't really do a ton. You know, at least Freeman did more than Cooper did. No, no, no I'm not saying that. I, I'm distancing myself from Freeman. I'm just saying I knew that this would be some sort of committee. I don't think he's going to get the touches we thought we, he was going to get coming Have out. you distanced yourself from Ronald Jones yet? No, because he, he didn't even get a chance to play yet. Well, because he's got fin socks, Ventra. Listen, <laughs> the bench is for my stash. He's in the stash. Ronald Jones will be the first person you drop off your bench. I'll, I'll whip that Swiss Army knife out when the time comes. Don't worry. So you're going to you're going to you're, you're going to continue to roster Ron, Ronald Jones. I am not dropping Ronald Jones. You're not anyway. dropping no. Ronald Jones, Jim. So the, no. should, the, should the public drop Ronald Jones? Absolutely, drop him now. Look, I said this yesterday. And I'll say it again. If a player is a healthy scratch in week one, especially a highly drafted rookie running back, it's not a good sign. If you're not even, you know, 
on the playing field in week one. Going forward, you will not get practice reps. You just won't. But what about uh, Sony Michelle? The starters, the players. Sony Michelle was hurt. Sony Michelle's been injured. Well, he yeah, was. That's a different story. That's that's not the same thing at all. And he doesn't have players in front of him that you know they can count on from week to week, except for James White in the passing game. So totally different thing. Here, I just look. Ronald Jones, really, Peyton Barber isn't anybody that scares people, but Ronald Jones has been so bad that he's buried on the depth chart and he was a healthy scratch. At this point in time, there's no need to roster him. Dump him. If he ever gets hot and he ever comes around, then you fight for him on the waiver wire at that point. It'll be right too now, late. He shouldn't by be then. on your bench in most 12 team leagues. It'll be too late by then because the time he comes, he's going to explode. Well, then that's okay. I'll, I'll live with that because by then I'll have my full complement of running backs and won't need his sorry ass. All right. Venture staying with him at running staying back. Staying with him, yeah. Still got some more waiver wire talk to do, but when we come back on the other side, we want to give out our game ball, hit a couple more waiver wire guys later on in the program. We're on the telephone lines. I want to talk about uh, Buck Allen and Kenneth Dixon because I know they're going to be on some waiver wires too, as well as Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Geronimo Allison shouldn't be on waiver wire. You heard me pounding my chest all summer about Geronimo Anderson, but, excuse me, Allison, but a player that uh, Jim was saying to pick up late in drafts is on the waiver wire. And he might be my number one waiver wire target going in to week number two of the season. Let you know who that is. Plus, we give out our first edition of Game Balls. It's the Fantasy Football Frenzy. What's the most important thing you can do today? How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy Task Tuesday, right here on the Fantasy Football Frenzy. First edition of Game Balls for 2018 coming up in a minute. But first, let me tell you, if you are a Greg Olson owner, which you shouldn't be, because I warned you about hurt players. Like, when dudes play their whole career without getting hurt, when they get hurt, they keep getting hurt. Especially when they're old. Especially when they're in their 30s. So, yeah, you go right there. Greg Olson out for a significant amount of time with the, um, is it a broken Once foot? a month. Month to month, month now, to month. It's bad. That's crazy. It's bad news. Yeah. So if you can forget about <laughs> September, we'll let you know October first yeah, comes. Well, out of out of with this kind of talk, there's a chance he may never step on the field again. That's what I. That's what and that's what I think is a likely result of it. I feel because bad if he misses the entire season, he's going to the booth next year. Speaking of the booth, I thought Booger McFarlane and um and and uh, Tess did a good job. Jason Witten was Horrible. flat out awful. Was Horrible. flat out awful. Awful. Why, first, Booger <laughs> should be in the booth and Witten on the field because Booger talked the whole damn yeah. broadcast and Witten wasn't saying a word. Witten's too quiet. He's too soft spoken. No. What? Romo's ten times better. Oh, Romo's a, Romo, Romo's Romo, great. Tony Romo yeah. is, is is God's gift to football fans. Um, Jim, <laughs> what do you think of the broadcast last night? Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, Witten, Hall of Famer is a tight end. Uh, Worse than Phil Simms as an announcer. <laughs> <laughs> Phil Simms was horrible. Phil Simms well, was real I love bad. Some Phil people Sims like is Phil a player, Sims. but he, 
He, no, I don't think of it. I can't name anybody I know that likes <laughs> Phil Simms as an announcer. <laughs> so I, he's always no been good. my worst. Yeah. I, I now have a new worst. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you know I love JB and Dallas Cowboy fan. I love Jason Witten, but I'm watching the broadcast. Like, when is he going to talk? He don't say nothing. Booger, every time the play stops, Booger like, yeah, so you see what happened right like, yo, Booger, let somebody else talk. Yeah, Witten only talked when uh, when, he, then, when they went to him. Yeah, Witten only talked when they went to him. Mm-hmm. Sound like he wasn't too confident. Yeah, it's but it's like he... me on this show. I never talk unless you go to me. Oh, stop it. <laughs> That's because Corey talks enough for all of us. Um, <clears throat> Kenneth Dixon and Buck Allen. Uh, Jim, what are we doing? Well, Kenneth Dixon is hurt, so right now we're waiting on more info on how bad it is. Uh, Came out of the game late in the game with a knee injury, so we got to see what's going on with him. Buck Allen is Buck Allen. We knew what he was going to do. He's going to be a pass-catching back. He's going to catch, you know, three, four, five passes a game, depending on game flow. Uh, if he happens to get lucky and it's a touchdown, you score. If he doesn't, you don't. All right, yeah. what do you think, Ventra? I like Buck Allen, to be honest. I had him last year he, in PPR leagues. He's the PPR back. I mean, it kind of hurts Collins a little bit, but, you know, both of these guys are rosterable to me. I, I think Buck Allen's a good bench running back to have just in case, you know, it's a good week or, or something happens. He's a good guy to plug in. Oh, uh, okay let's see. It. Who else do we got here? Oh, Jim, I tell you, one of my number one waiver wire priorities this week, guy I'm going to go pick up, is going to be Brandon Marshall. I think Doug Baldwin is going to struggle to stay on the field all season. Somebody's got to get that work. And my thing is, in leagues where I'm the wide receiver deficient, I'm going to ride Brandon Marshall until the wheels fall off. Now the wheels will probably fall off yes, sometime before Thanksgiving. Yeah. I get that. But while he's out there, I'm going to use Brandon Marshall because who else is going to catch the ball? No, I'm with you, especially in the red zone. You love that big body and the way he goes up and fights for those 50-50 balls. So, I mean, Wilson is absolutely going to use him in that way. And, uh, you know, I have him in my article this week for those people who didn't listen to me uh, be- before that, you know, he's a guy they should have been paying attention to. But, you know, it's hard for us, those of us in, in the leagues that we kind of play, most of the leagues we play are deeper benches and stuff like that. So it's it's hard for us to really go back and look at the – you know, the 12-team leagues that only have 16 roster spots and stuff. So many more players available that we normally don't think about because we're rostering them. But Marshall is a guy that right now should be owned in every 12-team league because of Baldwin's injury, and we don't know how much time that's going to be, whether or not that's going to be something that's going on all year long. So right now I have Marshall. Yeah, I have Marshall as as a, you know, a – Definite pickup, and I have him as a confidence level seven. Mm. Right, I like that. Do you, what is uh, uh, Ventra? Do you think uh, waiver wire spot in the twelve team league? Do you think uh, what's the old boy name? Just skip my mind just now. Philip Dorsett is he worthy of one? Um, I, like Jim said, I think it depends on league. See, like my home league, my twelve team league. This yeah. is a three hundred dollar league. It's big money. All right, and it's sixteen roster spots. The waiver wire is crazy with talent right yes, now. Yes, that, that's why I don't like those. Deshaun that's Jackson. why I don't like 16 roster spot leagues. It, it's too much I don't on like the waiver wire. I wanted another flex. I wanted more bench. And look who's out there right now. Deshaun Jackson, Quincy Anunwa, Geronimo Allison, Willie Sneed, Cole Beasley. It's why didn't you have Geronimo Allison literally. on your team? Because um, I have Mike <laughs> Williams and um, someone else. On, is on Ronald there. Jones on that team? Yes. Ronald Jones is on the team, but Geronimo Allison is not. Yeah, well, I mean, I did the draft. I didn't need more wide receivers. You didn't need Ronald Jones. Either. I have Julio Jones, Allen Robinson, Mike Williams, or Calvin Ridley. I could probably drop Ridley. No, don't drop Ridley. Don't, but I don't want to. But I don't want to. Exactly. I don't Ridley. want to. Drop Ronald Jones. Uh, but I need running backs on the bench. 
you, you need ones that's gonna play. <laughs> I, I have ones that are gonna play. I could carry on Johnson three cone on the bench, so I have Ron Johnson's stash. Ronald, yeah, I don't I, need to run him. If you don't need him, listen, be cool how you be. And cool. I got Corey Davis. Open up, the, open up the phone lines in about 10 minutes from now. I give you the signal when to start calling in, get your waiver wire stuff done. But right now, I want to start giving out our first game balls of the 2018 season. I wrote my game ball list down somewhere. Let me go ahead and pull it up right here. Oh, no, I, I know exactly where it's at. So we'll start with the quarterback position. I'll give my quarterback our game ball, and then our venture, you give your quarterback game ball, and we'll rotate going around the room, giving out our game balls for week number one. Why is my internet not working all of a sudden? You know, I can't win for losing. You know what? <laughs> anyway, I know my, my, quarterback, my quarterback game ball, my first quarterback game ball of the 2018 season goes to my main man, the Harvard graduate from Tampa Bay Buccaneers, coming in, stepping in for Jameis Winston in week one and getting it done. Game ball to my guy, Ryan Fitzmagic. Yay! <laughs> Ryan Fitzmagic, come on up and get your game ball. Fitzmagic, come get your game ball. Shave your beard, too. Mitch, it's your turn to give out your quarterback game ball. I think he's pretty much everybody's quarterback game ball. How can he not be? But for me, it's more Pat Mahomes because more of a long-term thing. Mahomes looked great. Didn't turn the ball over. Had four touchdowns, no picks. I mean, he looked fantastic, poised, great. That's my game ball. He's the number three quarterback of the week. Pat Mahomes, yes, go. Pat, Pat Mahomes, Mahomes second-year quarterback Mahomes. starting the season. <laughs> Pat Mahomes, come get your first game ball. There you go, there young you go, man. man. That's your first game ball. Go ahead and frame that one. Jim Day, who gets your quarterback <laughs> game ball? Well, like both of you said, Fitz is, you know, the easy call here that after having that amazing game. So I wanted to rotate away from that. And I'm going to go with Case Keenum. Uh, look, I love what I saw from him. I know he threw the three picks, but he also got the three touchdowns. Uh, I I really was looking forward to seeing what he could do on the field with this offense with those two wide receivers, and we saw it uh, with Sutton even getting involved with his touchdown. So, look, I like Case Keenum going forward. I think, you know, he was a low-end QB2 in the drafts. I think he's going to be flirting around that 13 to 15 range when all said and done. Yeah, yeah. Major upgrade for Denver at quarterback this year. Right, there you go Major right upgrade. there. Case Keenum, my man. Case Keenum, come get your game ball. Your game ball in a new location, a new home. Case Keenum. Come get your game ball. Shout Good out man. to Case Keenum. Get your game ball. Uh, Ventra, kick us off with the wide receiver game balls. Wide receiver. So my game ball wide receiver, of course, has to be my man Tyreek Hill. Absolutely went off. It was the Tyreek Hill show. Uh, and, you know, had the punt, uh, the kick return or the punt return, whatever it was. He had another touchdown through the air. Eight targets, 169. Number two wide receiver of the week. That's my game ball right there. Pa- match Hill. him up with Patty Mahomes. Tyreek Hill, come get your game ball, Tyreek Hill. Game ball there for Tyreek Hill. Nice job, Tyreek. All right, I'll give you my wide receiver game ball. My wide receiver game ball, I'm going to go out to Denver, and I'm going to get my main man, been riding him, been drafting him all over the place this year. Like what he's doing so far this season, coming out that slot, hooking up with Case Keenum, Emmanuel Sanders. Come get your game ball, Manny Sanders. Come get your game ball. Ventra, you're not going to clap for your for Emmanuel Sanders getting the game ball, Ventra? <laughs> be, come on, Ventra, be a good sport. Clap it up for couple Emmanuel claps, Sanders getting the game ball. <laughs> Jim, your wide receiver game ball. <laughs> Hey, mine's going to Sean Jackson. I mean, look, nobody was talking about him. He wasn't drafting anywhere. And he just came out and had a great game with Fitz. Uh, came out with the concussion at the end, so that's a little worrisome going forward. 
But, you know, I, I have to love what he did in game one, in week one, for this Tampa Bay team that was supposed to be 10-point underdogs. Yeah, mm-hmm. my man, Deshaun Jackson, come get your game ball, D-Jax. Yeah. Give me a little bit longer in the tooth, D-Jax, yep. but come get your game ball. <laughs> and you deserve a special game ball because you were a part of my favorite play in NFL history, the Miracle in the Metal oh, Last Part no, 2, no, no, when no, you no. burnt the New I'm York Giants. <laughs> game ball for Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> Two game balls for Deshaun no, Jackson. No. <laughs> and the last game ball he'll ever get, probably. Oh, uh, let me see. I'll keep. Now wait. I, I want to <laughs> wait. Wait before you go through it. I, I just want to let people know because people are in the chats are, are talking about it. The, the game balls are only supposed to go to people that finish in top twelve at their position. Because yeah. a couple of people are saying, "Why not Sam Darnold?" And actually, he was my thought until I saw that Corey said top twelve. Because look, I'm going to give him a special bonus here because look, he came comes out and he throws that pick six early on. Just like he did in college, brushes it off the shoulders, says that doesn't matter, and comes back and plays the game strong, finishes the game strong. Uh, I really liked what I saw out of Sam right, Darnold. Special so honor. He might not be eligible. Yeah. Okay. But we he gets give a, a special. No ball. game. No. 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 No game ball. But a nice clap for for Sam Darnold in his rookie start. Sammy I'm Day. sure, Mr. Donald. I'm sure at some point you'll a- be getting a- the a- game AKA Dwight Schrute. You, you notice he looks like Dwight Schrute from the <laughs> A lot does. like him. A lot like. Oh, uh, Jim Day, kick us off with the tight ends, my man. Well, you know, tight ends, uh, let's see. who. Do, oh, I got to go with Cook. Look, he may not do it again the rest of the season, but nine catches for 180 yards, ended up outscoring the Gronk in week one in PPR leagues. Got to love that. Uh, so I got to give it to, to Cook. All right, Jerry Cook, come get your game ball. Jerry, big foot. You son of a gun, you. Well, I know you can't. I know you can't wait to let me down this year, Jerry Cook. <laughs> Venture, give you a game ball. Mine was also Jared Cook. I don't see how not. But I also George Kittle shout out because you know that's my guy and I've liked him all year. But Cook, I don't know when surprised all of us. Twelve targets, nine catches, almost two hundred yards receiving. I mean, he did better than most receivers. I mean. All right, so Jared Cook once again get your game ball. Like I said, big Bigfoot, come stomp your ass down here and get your game ball. <laughs> <clears throat> my game ball goes to my main man, George Kittle of the San Francisco 49ers, hooking up with uh, Gucci Garoppolo all week on Sunday, giving mm. me good points in the spots where I got you and put you in my starting lineup. If it's no Goodwin, it's going to be a lot of love for George Kittle. Even if Goodwin is there, it's going to be a lot of love for George yeah. Kittle. George Kittle, come get your game ball. Good job, George. There you go. Good job, George Kittle. Keep killing it. All right, so what we got? Uh, running back. Uh, Ventra, your running back game ball. My running back game ball, who was it? Oh, here we go. James Conner. I'm right. giving it to James Conner. Number two running back of the week behind Kamara and PPR leagues. But, like, listen, kid comes out of nowhere, gets 31 carries, five receptions, 57 yards, almost 200 total yards. I mean, this guy was involved in the whole game plan, and he killed it completely. I give him the game ball because he, he's honestly, I really like this guy. He's got fight. I like that. All right, James Conner, step on up. James Conner, young man, ain't your start for Le'Veon Bell. Come get your game ball. Come get your game ball. If he's on the waiver wire this week and you're in the family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spend all your money, $100. I'll spend $100. I, I don't know. I don't ever want to spend everything, <laughs> but I can see a seven fifty bid. Yeah, yeah. That's how high I would go if he's on the waiver wire. Thankfully, he's not on the waiver wire. None of our, and Especially if he got Bell. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, Jim Day, Fantasy Taz, give your running back game ball. Hey, I got to go with Peterson. Uh, look, uh, none of us thought he was going to do anything this year. 
after what he did last year. And he comes out, tries to prove a point, and then he proved a point he did. Uh, 96 yards rushing, two receptions for 70 yards. Okay, that's a fluke. That's never going to happen again. <laughs> uh, but, you know, 96 yards. I, I love the fact that he got as many touches as he did, and he added that touchdown, which is something he's going to do from time to time. So I like Adrian Peterson as my game ball recipient this week. All right, old man Adrian Peterson, take the knees off your – take the ice off your knees and come get your game ball. Come <laughs> live up here and get your game he, ball, AP. He honestly deserves the game ball of the week out of everybody because he got his 100th touchdown and he's breaking records. There you go. I love it. There you go. You I get a game it. ball yeah, and a helmet sticker, AP. A game ball and a helmet sticker. <laughs> Good go. job, Adrian Peterson. And our final game ball of our week number one of the fantasy football season, I have to give a game ball to a running back. And I think it's only fitting that my game ball goes to my main man, <clears throat> the Crow Show, the Crow Show. Isaiah Crowell. Isaiah Crowell, come get your game ball, bro. Come get your game ball. I know we had some tough times last year, Crow Show, but come get your game ball. Crow Show getting it done last night. I thought you'd be upset. No, let me tell you. I, got, I still got him in a couple of leagues. I okay. still got love for the Crow Show. I'm listening to Beth McGowan call the game. I got the game on in the background, and I hear Isaiah Crowell touchdown. I'm like, "Are you shit? I mean, are you kidding me?" <laughs> Shout out to Isaiah Crowell. You look good on Isaiah that, Crowell, you get a game ball. Isaiah Crowell, you get a game ball. Crow show, crow show, crow show, <laughs> By the crow way, show. Did you like the announcers in the first game, the Jets? I, like, I thought the female. I thought the female play. I play announcer Beth McGowan was excellent. I honestly thought the whole. And the crew together just wasn't good. I think they, I, I thought she was excellent. I thought she did a good job. I like the Monday night crew, the regular Monday night crew that did the second game. I think Jason Witten has to get more comfortable yes. in his role because Booger, Booger was just going to eat him up. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Because Booger, you, as, soon as, the play, as soon as the play was over, Booger just jumped right in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But Booger McFarlane, he's a natural. You know what I'm saying? He's, and he's passionate. Yeah, and James, Jason Witten's going to take a little bit while to get into that. And you agree with that too, right, uh, Jim? Oh, absolutely. I, I, like you said earlier, I think he, Booger should be up in the, the booth in the and booth, waiting yeah. on the field. Yeah. yeah and you know what? It's, I get what everybody's saying about that, that, that McFarlane should be um, on the booth, I mean, in the booth instead of on the field. But the way he handled it, it's almost like you're not losing nothing by him not right. being in the booth. You feel what I'm saying? he's still talking. Because he's still yeah, yeah. talking. It's not mm-hmm. like he doesn't need somebody to go to him to talk. He just steps right in and does his thing. Yeah, he probably has too much energy for the Yeah, booth. but that's not He'll really that his role. Up. Okay. That's that's not really his role, though. The sideline guy isn't supposed to be that guy that constantly talks over everybody else. All right. You know, that's not something we've seen before. So maybe it's something new. Yeah. Maybe it's something we grow into. But right, as of right now, that's really not his role. It, you know, that's supposed to be the guy in the booth doing most of that talking. So, mm-hmm. yeah. and, uh, and, and you know, he, we'll see what happens moving forward. He and, and Witten, I like, like I said, I, you went stretches without hearing Jason Witten's voice. Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool. All right, let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do it, Bavona. Let's go ahead and open them up. 844-843-6879. Telephone numbers to get involved. You got waiver wire questions, uh, general stuff you want to talk about. You want to you know talk about your favorite team. You got you look at some of the early point spreads for week number two. You got any questions on that? Fancy football, fantasy crew. We are here for you. So once again, the telephone number is 844-843-6879. Um, little, um, a little bit more waiver wire stuff. I, th- I feel like I have something I'm forgotten. I'm, I'm forgotten about. I'm forgetting about. Um, I mentioned Philip Dorsett. Oh, oh, Jim Ryan Grant. Um, I started drafting Ryan Grant the last week of the draft, the final week of August. I started putting a dot. I started drafting Ryan Grant everywhere in the last round. So, like my last two picks were like a Noonwell or Grant or Beasley or Grant. Well, you think of Ryan Grant as a pickup, Jim? 
Yeah, I told you. I think he's a good pickup. Uh, Look, they don't have much at wide receiver outside Hilton. And what we did see from Luck is what we saw in the preseason. The luck of old is gone. The luck of dink and duck is here. Um, so that's going to work right into Ryan Grant's hands. If uh, if Luck is afraid to stretch the field or just can't do it anymore, then these dink and duck passes to Ryan Grant, to the two tight ends, uh, to any running back that step steps up like Naeem Hines, uh, who surprised the heck out of me. Um you know, I think that's going to play right into his hands. All right, here we go right now. Fancy football frenzy rocking out with you. Telephone lines open 844-843-6879. Uh, touch on some tight ends, um, waiver wire pickers when we come back. But mainly we want your phone calls. The phone lines are open now, so let's go ahead and jam, let's go ahead and jam them up. most important thing you can do today. How about swab to save a life? Every three minutes in the United States, a person is diagnosed with a blood cancer like leukemia. Bone marrow transplants give patients a new lease on life, but 70% of them must rely on a stranger for one. You can help. Register with DKMS to become a donor. You'll receive a swab kit in the mail, swab your cheeks, send the samples back, and you're good to go. Take the first step. Become a hero. Register today at DKMS.org. Let's get it. 844-843-6879. Fancy football frenzy right here at FNTSY Radio. So yesterday, um, when I got back in the crib, uh, Cardano had hit me up. And he was like, um, you know, my man, my main man Cam Stewart had an emergency to deal with. He was like, um, Gabe is out at the FanDuel Sportsbook doing a show by himself. Hop on with him. So I was like, I bet I hop on. I did. I hop on. I did three hours with Gabe on game time decisions last night. Nice. So Gabe at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I wanted him. I wanted to get a little action. So I asked. You know, I asked Gabe. Uh, he had a little couple of dollars. Play a ticket for me. I was on the Jets. Excuse me. I was on the Lions. I parlayed the Lions and the um. I lost. I was the Lions and the Rams, but I lost because the Jets kicked <laughs> their stomped ass. them out. Yeah, the Jets stomped them out. So Gabe is a stone cold nut. Gabe yeah. doing the show. He puts the equipment down and goes up to the to, to the booth. You know what I'm saying? And to play the ticket. So I'm carrying the show while Gabe is online at the joint. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now Gabe, when he do his show, is he have like a live stream going too? Yeah. So peep how the people at the book yesterday, some of the worst dressed people in the world live in New Jersey. I mean, it was like I was like, son, why do you have on those pants? Why do you have on those crazy looking shorts right now? I mean, uh, apparently, you, uh, you know, um, well, degenerate gamblers. Crocs are in style with degenerate gamblers, you <laughs> well, know what I'm it's saying? It's probably all they got, you know what I mean? <laughs> They're not wearing much else, you know? <laughs> you know? It was wild. You know, it was wild. I was like, look how these dudes out there dressing. <laughs> but we got to go out there and do the frenzy from out there. It's that fun joint. out there? Yeah, it's a good time. We got to go out there and do the frenzy from out that joint one day. I'll holler at Cardano about that. But um, good times out there. Down with it. I had a decent weekend. Um. Uh, on that side of it, had a decent weekend on the fantasy side of it, also. Mm-hmm. So, um, right quick, waiver wire, uh, tight ends on the waiver wire venture. Cats are talking about um, Will Disley, mm-hmm. this guy Ian Thomas in Carolina, uh, John U. Smith and Ryan Griffin. If you had to put a dollar on one of them, which one would it be? It would probably be Ian Thomas. I think highest upside. I think you know, obviously, if Olsen's out for a while, 
I think he could be a really good play. Cam Newton loved Olsen. I'm sure he'd love Ian Thomas as well. He was a fourth-round pick, but he was, you know, he's a talented player, six foot five, uh, big boy. I think him over most of those guys because you're going to see with Olsen out that he'll probably get a good amount of targets. I'm talking like six, probably seven each game. All right, Jim, if you got $1 to put on a tight end, who would that tight end be? Dallas Goddard. That, you, oh, you're still going with the Dallas Goddard thing. You still going? I with am the, still going with the Dallas Goddard thing. They, they, they look, ran very little twelve personnel yeah. last week, in week one. Very little twelve that. personnel. I totally understand that. That'll change, especially after they watch the tape of Mike Wallace and see what we saw. That he's just <laughs> not the same guy. That's true. Um, so because of that, I think they definitely get Goddard more involved. I definitely think we see more twelve personnel going forward. Look, this kid is a beast, guys. I think he's. I agree, Jim. But, but he's the backup. That's the, the problem. He's not going to be on the field, yeah. Jim. I think he will be on the field, right. guys. That's what I've been trying to tell you. I'm not. You, you again. I'm not overreacting to week one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you know, you got Ertz. He just he demands a lion's share of. Uh, I understand that. Yeah. But Bert, wait, Burton got five touchdowns behind Ertz. Goddard is much better than. Burton is as talent-wise. You know, talent. I, I don't really want to shake my head and say, "Ooh, I told you about Burton," uh, but I will because I told you about Burton. No, you can because uh, I because you, know, you know I'm him. going. You know I'm going to. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you, told you know him? I'm sure Burton is going to have some big games here and there, but I didn't think he was going to be the talent everybody was making up to be, him to be. This is a guy that in every level of his competition, he's never caught more than 35 balls in a single season. Come on, all of a sudden everybody's got him, you know, 70, 75 catches this year. Where the heck is that coming from? Yeah, they got overhyped about it because he was became the starter. That I think that's why in Chicago. So and they like Chicago's prospects. Every Everybody time loves he Chicago. Played last year in Philadelphia, he played well and he scored. Last year, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I wasn't on the the thing with tight ends is a sketchy. And the Bears are a, a franchise that generally Incorporate tightening their offense a lot. It's a, yeah, but now you got, you got a young quarterback. No, no, you don't right. know. Oh, we got a whole new, whole new yeah, system. Yeah, whole new regime there. <laughs> right, right. So, and there's weapons there. Anthony right, right, Miller. Right quick, y'all. Bet DSI is celebrating 20 years as the industry's biggest and safest betting site. They have great customer service and fast, easy payment of winnings. You can virtually play every sport at Bet DSI with hundreds of wagering options, including live in game wagering. That's always a lot of fun on all major sporting events where you can make your play at any time during the game. Using promo code FNTSY, Bet DSI is offering up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. So use promo code FNTSY and try betdsi.com. That is betdsi.com, promo code FNTSY. And start winning today. Let's go ahead and crack the seal on the telephone lines and finish up strong. And let's, amazingly, the first person to get through is my man Steve in Massachusetts. There Steve, what's cracking, baby? Hey, what's up, my I'm man Corey? I haven't talked to you in a while. Chilling, chilling, Steve. <laughs> hey, Steve, uh, hey, I haven't talked to you in a while. How was week one for you, Steve? Uh, it was a 50-50 split for me. Right. I, I won in the 12-team league, 1-0, and the 10-team league, I lost. Well, right. And it, had a couple injuries on my lineup, which I could say that's pretty much why I lost. I had Doug Baldwin, who didn't really give me anything, yep. and I lost uh, Fournette. So, so, and I had your boy, uh, the uh, closers boy, Sammy Watkins, playing, and he, he didn't really do that much for me either. He didn't do nothing for you, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. But you got you, oh, went, yeah. you went one and one, so we got plenty of time. What's your question? All right, so it, I, it's actually uh, so I have three players that are actually questionable right now, and I have no idea. Well, I know for a fact that Doug Baldwin, he's probably not going to be playing, and I have number two waiver claim, 
And, like, uh, I still don't know about Fournette if he's going to play. And, like, Aaron Ro- and uh, Aaron Rodgers, he might not be – I don't know if he's going to play or whatever. Like, how should I um, plan as far your as, like, first the claim, Your first claim, your most important is getting somebody in place of Leonard Fournette in the case Leonard Fournette yeah. is out. So you need to go get – do you have T.J. Yeldon on your team? No, I don't. The, the only other person, the only other running back that I have on my bench is uh, Alfred Morris because I also have Ronald Jones, but he was inactive. Cut so him. I don't even know if he. All right. Cut him. <laughs> Cut him. Cut him. Cut him. Well, he needs a running back. Yes, Cut him and go him. get T.J. Yeldon. That's what I would do, Jim. That would be my first Wait, priority. Yeldon might not be on the wa- on the wire. Huh? Yeldon might not even be on the wire. We are Yeldon's on oh, the wire. Oh, he is. It's okay. a ten-team league. He's on the wire. Yeah, he's, Steve he's out there. What mm-hmm. do you think, Jim? I think that's the first priority in the ten-team league is to go get Yeldon. Yeah, I would I would agree, especially since he owns Fournette. This may not be a you know a single occurrence. You might have to spend a little more than you'd like though on him. I think. I hate no, it's, it's way before, it's priority. So you got a second priority. Oh, he's not fab. Okay. Oh, uh, what's your next question, Steve? All right. So with with Doug with Doug Baldwin, uh, I'd probably have to put him on my IR spot right now. As far as like receivers to put in is uh, Keyline Cole, uh, Kenny Galladay, and like Mike Williams. Do, should I try to drop uh, somebody to pick up uh, Anunwa? Like if because I have like an IR spot, so if I wait and like Doug Baldwin ends up becoming on the IR, could I try to like pick up like one of these receivers that you were talking yeah. about and maybe play him? But I like yeah. his wide receivers. Yeah, Baldwin. no. Uh, 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 by, by the time we get to tomorrow morning, or maybe later on today, uh, uh, Doug Baldwin will be eligible to go into the injured reserve spot. That's my guess. I haven't played with the league with an IR in some years now. Um, so I would say you go and you and you grab some. You you put Baldwin on your IR. Mm-hmm. You go pick up the best wide receiver that's available, Ventra. What yeah, you think? I agree. And yes, Quincy Anunwa to me is the honestly I take Quincy Anunwa over Geronimo Allison. To be honest with you, oh, wow. he'd be my top wide receiver waiver wire guy right now. All right, what you got, Jim? Waiver wire wide receiver for uh, Steven. Well, I'm trying to figure out what he said, but I think he said that Galladay was on the wire. Mike Williams. No, that's was his on team. The wire. No, that's no, no, no. That's not my team. And I have, so I have, like, these are the guys that I have, like, like right now. It's D-Line Cole, um, Kenny Galladay, and Mike Williams. Yeah, and, like, he, should I try to play one of those oh, okay, guys so or pick up, yeah. like, Anuma? Well, you could pick up Anuma as well. You could put the guy on the IR, get a free pickup, because you open up a spot, and you got four still pretty good wide receivers. I like all those guys. There you go, Steve. Go ahead and get that done. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Bob in Vermont. How the hell does <laughs> Steve and Bob always get through? Bob, what up, my man? Hey. What's up with what you, Bob? What are you complaining about? <laughs> How about those, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's it called? How about those Cowboys? No, the Jets played. Jets were good last night. The Jets did look good okay, last I night. Okay, I lost my two Yahoo uh, games. But oh, you then lost. I'm sorry to hear that, Bob. DraftKings. But on DraftKings last night, I won $4. Oh, you won $4 on DraftKings last night. Game yeah, ball, Bob. $4. Bob. Let's give Bob a game yeah. ball. Okay. Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. Took, you get a game ball, Bob. I tell you, I took, a, I took Sam Donald. All right. Tom Gurley. Bilal Powell. Nice. Robbie Anderson. Kenny Galloway. Okay. Cooper Cup. Yeah. Garrett Cook. Quincy, your guy. The new one. announced his last name. Yeah, that's a hard name to pronounce. That was your DraftKings lineup. To that was his draft. That was Bob's draft. So you made lineup. four dollars profit. Yeah, he made four dollars profit. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, that was a free one. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a free one. Oh, you made that yeah. a free one. Oh, okay, that's what's up, Bob. There you go. And then guess what? You know that lady on ESPN? What lady I on ESPN? I thought it was Richard to 
I did see sound like Reba McIntyre. Oh, you're talking about Beth McGowan. You're talking about Beth yeah. McGowan. Yeah. Like Reba McIntyre. I said, what am I listening to? She sounds exactly like Beth, uh, you know. Reba McIntyre. Uh, McIntyre, doesn't she? No, she did. I, I thought she had. Uh, I thought she did a good job, uh, Bob. So uh, I, that was she cool. She did, but it sounded like um, McIntyre, though. Reba McIntyre. Hey, Bob, who, 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 you, you need to make any pickups on the waiver wire? I just did. I think I uh, kind of uh, took you guys' uh, things. Right. I took uh, you. Uh, I liked your uh, pickup from um, Seattle Seahawks. Brandon Marshall. Yeah, see, he used to play for the Jets last year. They he played for the him. Jets, yeah. He played for Two the Dolphins, ago, yeah. played for the Broncos, played for the Bears. He's been yeah, around, but Bob. if the Jets didn't get rid of him. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, right? well, he got, he got he's a little on the bit Giants longer in the tooth, then he went to the Giants. <laughs> hey, Bob, later on in this week, yeah. I'm going to have you call in and give us your DraftKings lineup, all right? 844 843 6879. We'll talk to you soon, guys. I'll at you, Bob. Hey. I'll well, I'm just wondering if I need to uh, like kind of panic here. I've got a few guys I'm very concerned about. Okay. Um, so it's I'm in a ten team standard. All right. And I have Jimmy Graham. Well, I I, I told you to be concerned about him a while ago. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rex Don't Burkhead. listen to Corey. <laughs> so Rex. I'd be Burkhead worried about him. And Rex. Okay. Alfred Morris. And right. Alfred Morris. I'm worried about him too. Yeah. No, I think um. You do need to worry about some of these cats. I, 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 feel, I feel as if Sonny Michelle is going to be the running back to own, along with James White, okay. when this New England thing really gets rolling. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as yeah, Burkhead is gone. healthy, as long as Burkhead yep. is healthy, I think they're still going to yep. roll him out there as the starter. I don't know what that's going to do, though. Who they got this week to pass? Um, they got the Jaguars. It's going to be a tough week yes, to play Rex yes. Burkhead right. against the Jaguars. Yep. That's, a, that's trouble. Alfred Morris... I think they were in a tough spot last week traveling to Minnesota for the opener. I'm not the biggest Alfred Morris guy. He also fumbled at the one. He did fumble at the one. Maybe Jim is. I think this running back thing here is fluent with Alfred Morris and Matt Breida. Um, Who's your other – what other running back – what other running backs do you have? (laughs) You're going to not like it, but uh, I got got Marlon Mack. Why? Drake. And David Johnson. Oh, so you got David Johnson, Kenyon Drake. So you got you can start David Johnson yeah. and Kenyon Drake every week, right? Uh, and okay. then oh, you need a backup. And then you got to kind of work on the rest of the on on the rest of this. I'm not cutting Buckhead or uh, Buckhead. I'm not cutting Burkhead. Um, let you know in my mind is Buck that Allen? I'm not cutting Burkhead or Morris just yet. But I'm definitely not putting him in my lineup, all Lee. Yeah. What about what about Jimmy Graham? Do I cut him and grab like Kittle or somebody? I wouldn't cut him. Or Holt? is Kittle oh, on your waiver wire? He is. Yeah. Oh yeah, you got to grab him. Waiver wire. Hey Jim. Wait 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 wait. This I is know. A not, I'm not saying to cut standard. Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Let's all pick let's up all take a breath. Go ahead, Jim. <laughs> let's take a breath. <laughs> this is a standard yeah. league. Let's take a breath. Kittle's nine points is going to do it for you most weeks because uh, that's what he's going to get most weeks in standard leagues. I'd still rather okay. take the chance on Jimmy Graham catching the ball in the, in the end zone. I know he didn't do it in week one. I've heard it enough from Corey already, <laughs> uh, but that's yeah. not going to be the case going forward each and every week. I agree with you, Jim. Listen, okay. don't drop Jimmy Graham, but maybe you could pick up Kittle and drop someone else and have two tight ends so you could play matchups and stuff. You'll have two solid tight ends, hopefully, 
you know? I think yeah, that's the best bet. I would do that, and I wouldn't be afraid to drop Morris. I'm sorry. That, yeah. I, I, Morris say. and Breida are definitely showing that they're going to be a true timeshare, and it's going to be hard to know yeah. which one on any given week. So you're saying don't drop Morris oh. or do drop Morris, Jim? No, I, I would drop Morris before would. I would drop Jimmy Grant. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. yeah. I'm not on okay. Grant, but I'm not going to drop him. You done spit this draft capital on him. Exactly. Uh, Lee, try to work that thing out, my man. Um, see if you can get drop somebody to get George Kittle because uh, he's going to have a better fantasy year than Jimmy Graham is. 844-843-6879. Let's go to Cisco in San Diego, and let me get some more. Do we have enough time? Hey, Bavona, see if you, after we go to Cisco, let me see if I can get two more out of it. Uh, Cisco's in San Diego. Cisco, what up? Yo, yo, what's up, fellas? What's, what's up? good with you, Cisco? What's um, cracking? I'm 3-1, and one, baby, 3-1, and, nice and all those three are the big money league, so nice I'm feeling job, pretty good. Man. Good for you, Cisco. It, uh, but I'm, Delaney Walker got injured, so should I pick up the dude that's going to take his place? Or there's Austin Hooper. And then on another one, I have a tough question. Uh, John Kelly, is he the backup to Todd Gurley? Or, like, you know, that's kind of throwing me off because yesterday he was inactive. And then should I drop Nick Chubb to pick up Lindsey from the Broncos? Uh, Jim, drop Chubb to pick up Lindsey. I would drop Chubb at this point to pick up Lindsey. Uh, look, I like Chubb long-term. Maybe towards the end of the season, he starts to do stuff. But right now, I, I mean, he wasn't really involved in this game plan at all. Cisco, yeah. what Titans on the waiver wire? This, this waiver wire? Uh, give me one second, one second. Let me really pull it up right now. You're coming close to the end of the show. Uh, my bad, my bad. I should have probably had that going. So the Titans is Vance McDonald, Eric Ebron, Austin Hooper. I would go uh, right now. Eric yeah. Ebron sticks out. What do you think? I want to hear more. Go ahead. Jeanu uh, Smith, uh, Jalen Samuels, the dude from Pittsburgh, that's running back and tight end as well. Ricky Seals Jones, and then I mean I could Isaiah Thomas from Carolina, uh, Clay, Higby, Goddard. Okay, yeah. Okay, stop, stop. Sorry, sorry, that's good. Um, I, I would go with Ebron first. Thomas uh, second. Of all of them. You know, yeah, Thomas. Ian Thomas. Oh, Ian or Thomas. John New Smith. I don't even know if he's second for me. Uh, not even John. See, I worry about John New Smith. Everybody mm-hmm. thinks he's going to be the what one if that right play. in. Yeah. Man, yeah, but there's been a lot of talk that Anthony Ferkser is a guy that's going to surprise a lot of people if he gets a chance to play, so... That just worries me a little bit with Smith. So I, I definitely go Ebron. I think he's going to continue to be involved in that passing offense. He would absolutely be my What about one. Mr. $15 Ricky Seals-Jones is out there? <laughs> I see it well, there's good know, things about Ricky Seals-Jones. At least, he, at least he was highly targeted. That's a positive. The, right. the negative was Sam uh, uh, Bradford looked Bradford, awful. Uh, yeah. Just looked like crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go right there. We are out for the day for Jim Day, Fancy Task for the close of Chris Venture. I'm Corey Parson, the Fantasy Executive Goon Squad. We click up tomorrow.